BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. things to talk about in the show let's talk about the big return our truth back right our truth is back baby yeah eating chips just going to town our truth is the man yeah and uh you know i i never saw it coming Serious for a minute. For the love of God, stay away from the 
catch me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. Thank you for tuning in on this unbelievable Sunday morning here, post-Survivor Series. I am joined by two gentlemen from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. I'm going to first bring in uh, the beautifully bearded, uh, award-winning beard, the, the, the head, the creator of Mindless Wrestling Podcast. It is none other than DJ and DJ. Why don't you give him his due uh, introduction? Because I, I don't know it verbatim, but it's one of the best ones around. Who else is joining us, DJ? Uh, joining us today from the Rob the Genius podcast, he is the minister of truth, the father of facts and figures, the deacon of data. He is the official shoot bear of the Mindless Wrestling podcast, Ray Cash's daddy, and the man with the golden shovel, Ray Cash's Mr. Daddy. Rob. Welcome to the DWI podcast, sir. Welcome, Rob. You gotta unmute yourself, quick, Bob. Sorry, I did that before. Ah, okay. Good to be back. Yes. All right. <laughs> Good to have you, brother. Uh, Dave Ungar will be jumping in uh, from Attitude of Aggression, Bandwagon <clears throat> Nerd. Shout out to Attitude of Aggression. Another uh, episode of the Big Four dropped uh, over the weekend. So head on over to attitudeofaggression.com or uh, Tuesday morning. You'll be able to find that on chair shot radio network as well. DJ myself and big Dave, as we keep moving along, had a really good time with that one. That is warrior, um, losing to slaughter then slaughter losing to Hogan in that period in which we covered. Uh, but today three big things happened at war games returns. If you want to <laughs> say it like that and triple H had a fun time at the post, uh, the post scrum there. Um, I watched some of that. I thought that was pretty fun. It's always interesting to watch him. Um, I had a great time. I screamed yes really loud before the show. I talked to DP and and his brother. We watched it together. And um, I was like, if it doesn't happen early, I don't think it's going to happen. And sure enough, of course, I'm wrong. Um, You know, and we've said things on this show like, First, they say that there's interest, and then they say they're not interested, but that's right when they get you tricked to thinking it's not going to happen. The pop for Orton was huge. It was like an immediate opening of the skies, and it started pouring. But the pop for CM Punk was like a bomb exploding because it was, and Orton was just instant, and it was one of the coolest pops I've ever heard, the Punk one. Um, and him hugging a couple people in the crowd, the, and I'm going to give you guys plenty of time to go off like this, but I just want to get this out before I forget the, one of the coolest things I saw watching it back and I watch it back this morning and I got goosebumps again. That's how fucking cool I thought it was. And whether you like punk or not, I still think it's a really cool moment in wrestling because it's such a surprise. Right. And Hunter said this happened a week ago and I kind of believe him, but I also know that. Someone said that the wrestlers that were in the match at the end knew that he was coming out. And I believe that because when I went back and watched it, and if you want to go back and watch this, right before, at the end of the show, after the five guys are raising their hands in victory, right after they do that and they start to split up in the ring after that, and right before they go to the long shot of just the cage over the two rings to end the show, Sami Zayn finally is on his own and he bends down and puts his hands on his knees like to take a breath and he looks over down the ramp 
and he catches himself after like a half a second second and he looks away real quick and he does something different real quick and I'm like that motherfucker caught himself looking because they fucking knew and I believe that now <laughs> um but like and then the mac the matchup of punk doing the Orton thing and waving that was to Orton that wasn't to Rollins that because yeah. there's a th- matchup where Orton's <laughs> sitting in the ring, just kind of smiling, shaking his head, and looks up and sees him, and he mm-hmm. waves. And honestly, I think Phil and Randy are are cool with each other. I think there's plenty of people there that Phil is cool with, and we'll get into that too. But the thing that Rollins did is they're just selling, and I and I love it. And he's been doing it the whole time. You know, if this ever happens, I got the biggest money maker of them all. <sighs> I loved it, DJ. Go ahead, get it out. Uh, get your get your two yeah, minutes. man. Get your I, I three minute Randolph. Very, very well, very, very well done. I don't believe for a minute that and it, nobody in that ring knew. I don't buy that for a minute. Rollins absolutely committed to the whole thing and was incredible with it. Everybody was the 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 report that Drew McIntyre stormed off backstage, didn't even shower, threw on a hoodie and left the building. If that's at all true, again, I believe and, and understand the commitment of the bit. I've said my piece on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast about CM Punk we all have. I don't change my stance. I'm not, you know, overnight flip-flopping on him. But, you know, I have – and we can get into my thoughts on on his return and where I, where I think we're headed, you know, as we get a little further down the road. But, you know, I'll just say this, um, and I've said this for years, um, if the Ultimate Warrior can come back, and I'll get into that a little bit more later – then anybody can come back because that dude had nuclear heat within the company with Triple H, with Vince McMahon, um, and, and that dude eventually came back, mended fences, and, you know, history was what it was. I had no doubts that eventually at some point in time, and I've been saying it for years, that CM Punk was coming back. Rob? Okay. <clears throat> um... <laughs> Put a strap in, folks! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, the Seth thing was definitely at work because look, if he if he really if he wanted to get at Punk that badly, Corey fucking Graves and Michael Cole were not going to stop him. Okay, that's who was holding him back. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, no. If he wanted to get at Punk, if he was at if he really wanted to get at Punk right then and there, wasn't neither one of those guys going to stop him? Okay. <laughs> um. To me, no, the execution was flawless, and I am always here for putting the, the, the sheets in the mud, okay? <laughs> I'm here for that anytime, every time, okay? You know, and because they are, they are they were fucking irritating this whole fucking time, okay? And, you know, up to, and then, you know, and then, of course, we had, you know, word salad, you know, Meltzer there, um, was it, was it yesterday even? Well, um... It doesn't look like he's coming, but he might be. Yeah, we don't know who that is uh, on this show. Oh, okay. Um, look, that guy that charges you. Tony me. doesn't acknowledge him. Oh, I'm is, sorry. Is that sorry. like what you order at the diner? You get a patty melt and a seltzer. Yeah, <laughs> and, and a side of word salad. Right. <laughs> um, but all of those guys, even even the quote unquote reputable people, were you know talking the same bullshit the, and the, the biggest thing i seen was wrestle <laughs> wrestle features and that's one of the people i kind of take with less grain of assault than anybody else because the 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 things that's put out there by that account are not so specific and not too vague but understandably kind of put there 
logically. And it was like, hey, either this has been kept really quiet or it's just not time yet. And that's exactly what I said when I put out the fucking poll, right? There's so much fucking yeah. money to be made there. At some point, they were going to make the fucking money. That's that's really how I felt about it. Go ahead, Rob. Let me go ahead and finish oh, your yeah. thought. Okay. And um, so, look, I thought I thought he wasn't coming. And and they, look, they 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 fooled me real good because I figured, you know, once. You know, because I was looking out, um, you know, when the war games thing ended, and then they fooled me with the little, with the little, the little credit. Yeah, in the, the lower right corner. Yeah, they, they started rolling yeah. credits, and you're like, oh, yeah. wow, yeah. the internet's going to implode tonight. But and, yeah, and then you hear the static. It was brilliant. You can hear and the then, static, and you see the graphic on the on the uh, screen up yeah. at the top middle of your television. And I literally sitting on a couch, DP next to me, next to him is his brother. And I just go at, you know, whatever, almost 10 o'clock at night in the middle of a suburban neighborhood. Yes! Yes! <laughs> like, for a minute straight, I'm just screaming yes. <laughs> yeah. And, um... So, it, look, they, they executed it perfectly. And they, they had me fooled. I thought, like... But I always thought that, yes, he, he is going to come back eventually. Um, but I just, but I figured that it just wasn't going to be last night because I, because I looked at the calendar. I was like, why the hell would you do it in November? Because well, he's not, he's not getting in the rings of the Royal Rumble. Okay? Well, that's he's fine. Not, but no. look at the big, then, they're going to have such a huge rating on Monday. It's going to be out of this world. Let's bring Dave into uh, the show here real quick. Dave, how the hell are you? You last second, you said, you know what? Fuck it. Emergency punk cast 10. You know, you're coming in here undercover, Black Panther shirt on. Tell me, give me some thoughts on, on the best in the world coming back, Dave. Well, I mean, Shane McMahon didn't come back. So I don't know what we're what we're really talking about here, Tony. It wasn't Shane. It was just this, uh, it was Phil Brooks. Um, what do you want to talk about? I, I mean... <laughs> I, I where, where do you where do you want to begin with this? As far as my reaction last night, yeah. I think I mean, first off, I wasn't convinced that it wasn't happening even when the credits started rolling because I've seen that before. They've done that many times where the credits roll and then some shit goes down because they try to throw you off. See Tommaso Ciampa attacking Johnny Gargano a few years ago is the one that I remember really well. But at the end there, I was thinking to myself, honestly, the 10 seconds before the static hit, I was thinking, cool, now we don't have to deal with this bullshit for a month until the buildup for Royal Rumble. It's like, great, now we don't have to deal with this nonsense, and then we'll, we'll see where they go from there. And then, you know, I, my thoughts about it are that, <laughs> as far as, you know, I just, I just want to silence and unfollow every dirt sheet that I have on X, because none of them have a fucking clue what's going on. They were all played. Every single one of them was played. To me, this felt like Triple H giving a middle finger to all the fight fightfuls and and the Dave Meltzers and all that saying you guys don't know a goddamn thing that you're talking about. Well, and I know you want you want to retort to that. So go well, ahead. You know what? I I I already agreed with that, Dave, and I've already told people for the better part of a decade that, yeah, go ahead and read them. But believe what you want to believe and to believe what you don't want to believe and still leave yourself open to know that, that you're not you, unless you talk to that person, you just don't fucking know. And if you want to well, believe what Hunter said, though, he said this didn't come together till last week. And that's kind of what WWE does in some form or fashion. They let Punk know that 
it would be smart of you not to do anything until, you know, after Survivor Series, just in case, in a way, right? And sure enough, they did the thing they always did, and we talked about this. Oh, there's interest. Oh, we're not interested until we're interested. And that's always the case with WWE. And I don't even buy that. To be honest with you, Tony, I, I don't buy any of that. So shit. when I do think you think that when do you think this happened? Do you think it was a trade edge for fired. CM Punk? When he got fired. This I was think that Edge it, traded this for CM Punk. Huh? <laughs> do you think Edge got traded for CM Punk? No. No, I, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I think when Hunter said this was lightning in a bottle. Everybody's going to assume that this happened overnight. I don't think that's what he meant. When he said lightning in a bottle, that meant when Tony Khan miscalculated and terminated Punk with cause and voided that contract. And it enabled WWE to come in and say, let's at least talk to this guy and entertain this thing. And I think had he not done that, had Tony Khan not terminated <coughs> him with cause and not voided that contract, this probably couldn't have happened until maybe the rumble at best. But I think when he says lightning in a bottle, that was the miscalculation that AEW did and Tony Khan did by terminating him with cause. It opened the door for them to at least start talking. Now, maybe it wasn't all finalized till last week, but you cannot tell me this stuff was not going on for months. We're talking to, to, to these two sides, talking to each other for a couple months, working out the details, trying to mend fences, there's no doubt there's issues between these two sides. You don't have all these lawsuits and all these podcasts, defamation stuff going back and forth, and there not be issues. But I think when Hunter said this was lightning in a bottle, it was a fortuitous situation. I still think, you know, Tony Khan miscalculated. by do I know he didn't want to pay him, but when he fired him for cause and voided everything in that contract, <laughs> and I've tried to explain this to non-attorneys for months since it happened, it voided the contract, any non-compete clause was gone. So everybody's trying to calculate what's the 90 days. It doesn't matter. And I think that's what people don't understand. It opened the door for WWE to pull this together. And maybe all the details weren't finalized till the last week and all that stuff. But like I said on the last attitude of aggression, uh, the part at the end where I was just kind of speculating about things, you never heard from T Triple H or Nick Khan anything bad about punk right and those are the two you'd be looking for those are the guys who were saying hey you know we have a lot of respect for him we have x y and z they didn't burn any bridges they didn't talk any shit they didn't dredge up the past and i think that was a big tell on my part that yeah all these guys don't know what the hell they're talking about so surprised to see it happen yeah i i am but i did not put a lot of stock in anything that the dirt sheets were saying for the last month Rob or DJ, either one of you want to jump in there real quick and finish a thought that you that you had, and then we're going to take a quick yeah, break. Yeah, just a, just a quick one. I'm again. I told you guys just a couple minutes ago. I had a feeling at some point, somewhere down the line, it was going to happen. Even if it was just a hey, let's put you in the Hall of Fame, you know, when he's like in his fifties or something. I, at some point, it was going to happen. I think one of the most important things that Triple H learned from Vince McMahon is don't let the past get in the way of making a buck. And that's very important here. That's crucial because there's still CM Punk is still a bankable star in 2023. AEW found this out. Their numbers went up. Their viewers went up. Their merchandise sales went up. All of this was relevant when CM Punk came on board. When CM Punk got fired and Tony terminated that contract, you saw the viewerships tank. You saw the numbers tank, the online engagement, all of it tanked. 
So he's still very important, very relevant. There's still money to be made there. And I think all sides are going to look at this and go, okay, we don't like the guy, but if we can meet somewhere in the middle and work with the guy, there's money to be made. There's easily six, eight, maybe even 10 people, I would say, that this guy can work with over the next three to four years and make money. And, um, well, I think like the, the people not liking him stuff. I think that's a bit overblown. Obviously, there there are some people. Yeah, there are people who do not like him, and who, do, who he does not like also. And we know for sure, you know, you know Hangman Page and Coke Cabana, right? And, and, uh, those Matt, dudes don't work there. Yeah, it doesn't right. matter. That doesn't. Those are in, in, insignificant. Exactly. I mean, but we know. But um, I don't think it was that because like, even when he was there the first time, like, did he get in trouble? Well, I think the biggest no. thing, the biggest hurdle for him coming back is the way the relationship ended and the, the, you know, him challenging the medical staff of WWE and kind of dragging Vince and Hunter's name through the mud. And, you know, Hunter and Punk had a meeting and they fucking worked it out. And Hunter said, we're both different people now, you know? Well, listen, listen to what Hunter said last night, talking about how the medical staff is top notch. That doesn't happen unless Punk brings all those issues to light. The concussion protocols. He raised a lot of very valid concerns that they had, and they learned from that. And he even said, along the lines of, I'm a different person, Punk's a different person, and this is a different company. Those were his words. Rob, Rob, get the last take before we go to, uh, quick, before we go to break. Okay, so um, just, he talked shit about the company after he left. Okay, And, and, and there was a lawsuit. Yeah, okay. Hulk Hogan testified against Vince McMahon to the feds. Okay. Let's not forget that. Okay. In a criminal trial. All right. Hulk Hogan got on the witness stand. He ratted out Vince to the feds. Okay. In a, in a criminal case. And they brought him back. So if that can happen, I'm sorry, if you testify in federal court against me in a criminal case where I might go to jail, um, yeah, I don't think me and you're gonna be working together after that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Rob, Good point, Brett, Rob. Red Good Hart point. punched him in the fucking Let's, face, uh, yeah. and they brought him back. <laughs> well, true. So, great point, guys. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about what this means for the immediate future for Punk and WWE, and we're also gonna get into Orton. Randy Orton is back. Uh, excellent Survivor Series. And yes, our truth is also back, and I, I also do hope our truth stays on television a couple times a month because his comedy is gold. DWI podcast number 404, special punk cast right here. DJ, Rob, and Dave, along with PC, will be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, folks. Don't forget to head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Pick yourself up a ChairShot t-shirt and ChairShot Radio Network. All of your favorite streaming platforms, sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. We got a new show for you every single morning, every single day of the week. Uh, DJ, Rob, Dave, and myself here, DWI404. This one's going to be called uh, Chicago Made Return, by the way, gentlemen. That is the title's already been set. Um, I I absolutely love that it happened. It, it made me feel like we were back in the golden age of wrestling, and this is a great time to be a wrestling fan considering everything that's going on. Where do we go with Punk? 
we kind of touched on the fact that everybody in the ring knew Seth was really, you know, keeping kayfabe alive and saying, I'm going to, I don't like this guy. And that's just going to make more money. Cause some people that don't know, and Hey, those people are a big, are paying money to WWE as well. So they're also important, um, are going to have fun with these stories. So I don't see why you wouldn't capitalize on all of that. DJ, where would you go? I want to give everybody a chance here to go around the horn. Where would you take Punk? Let's just do the immediate future. What's his? What do you do with him to WrestleMania now through Mania? What do you? How do you book him? Let's see, give everybody like two two and a half minutes. Uh, I, I would say the smart money for me is him. It's him and Reigns at forty. I mean, in the short term, that's what I think I would do with him. Um, the the main thing that I want to get across to everybody is with CM Punk. The guy is you know in his mid forties now. There's only the window is small at this point as far as what we can do with him. So you're going to want to get the big money matches out of the way. 43? Okay, he's 43. No, 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 I I think it's a three-year deal he signed. Three-year deal. Okay, so we've got three years to cram a whole lot of shit in there. Um, There's a song by the Gin Blossoms, and there's a great line in this song that says, if you don't expect too much from me, you might not be let down. And I think that's where fans need to be with this. Do not expect this guy to have multiple world title championship reigns. Do not expect him to have one long championship reign. Do expect him to go out there and check off some bucket list matches. I would start with Roman Reigns just because I don't know how much longer we've got with Roman. And obviously there's a plan with him. You can slot CM Punk into that plan without derailing the plan. Go ahead, Rob. Okay, I think... um... I'm going to go a little different here. I think him and Rollins are your night one main event because um, I mean, Rollins acting out there wasn't for nothing. Um, that's where I think that's where they're going. That's going to be your night one main event. And you got Roman Cody on night two. Um, and then from there, um, look, you could, I mean, you could have Punk beat Rollins for the title at WrestleMania, and then you could have Priest cash in the briefcase on him um, because – like I said, Punk's not, if he wins the title, he's not going to have a long title reign. So Priest still has to cash in the briefcase. And, and it would make perfect, it, it would be perfectly fine for, you know, Punk to, or look, or Priest could do what Seth did at 31 and cash in in the middle of the match. <laughs> right. Um, right. Um, that could happen too. So I think, but I think night one, we got Punk and Rollins. Um, seeds are already been planted. Um, the only bigger, like, that's the biggest, the only bigger match in that is just Punk and Roman. And so, look, you can you can have Punk and Rollins night one, you know, some kind of way to belt, you know, Punk would win the belt and lose it shortly afterwards or whatever. And then SummerSlam, you could go Punk and Roman and get those two out of the way. And then after that, you know what? Um, after that, just kind of play it how it goes. You know, play it by ear, right? I mean, like I said, there are other matches that he obviously wants to do. I'm sure he, you know, I'm um, sure he wants... Cody, I'm sure probably Randy again. Um, you know, AJ Styles are still there. I don't know they ever. I don't, I don't know if they've ever had a match. Um, so I mean, that's like that's three right there. Yeah, unquestionably, um, there's a tons of top talent for him to go with. In addition, you know, yeah. he's got to work with some younger talent too. I'm hearing three year deal. Punk's 45 years old. I think the the key here with WWE isn't when. And how long to keep the gas pedal down on CM Punk? It's when to hit the cruise button with CM Punk. And the important part about his run is going to be those in-between times. When he's not in the top storyline, 
what is he doing when he's revved back a little bit on, on the back burner? And hopefully it's something important with guys like Grayson Waller and Austin Theory and things of that nature, right? I could see him teaming up with someone that he's been friends with before, too, throughout this thing. He can use him in a different facet of ways. He's not going to be the main event guy every single pay-per-view, like you guys said. He's not brought back for that. But in the immediate future... I don't know, man. I it, it, I it just feels like Punk's an easy replacement for what they thought might have possibly been the Rocket that doesn't look like it's going to be. Hopefully, they're doing Rollins and Punk, which looks like it. They started that off because if the guys in the ring knew, Seth's obviously selling something, right? So that's easy yes. money. That's easy money. Be so awesome if the Rock was still coming back, but I don't know. I think he's not going to win the Royal Rumble, though. Do you guys oh, think... so I think I think I think he comes in at thirty, and I think he wins. All right, Dave, what do you got? Yeah, I think I think Punk wins the Rumble. Okay, and you get that moment. I, I think yeah, he. I don't know about him coming in at thirty because that's that's just too low hanging fruit. They did that with Cody last year, um, but I could see him coming in. I think it'll be him and Cody at the end. Punk will win, and because a lot of people don't want Cody to win the Rumble again, a second year in a row, and I get that, but I think Punk wins the Rumble. He challenges Seth, which will throw people off. Uh, Cody wins the Elimination Chamber in Australia to get the shot at Roman. It's it's easy way to book that whole situation, and you're off and running. And I think yeah, like Seth, Seth in uh, in Punk Night One, Cody Roman finish the story Night Two. WrestleMania 40 is going to be electric to say the very least. I I wish you were right. To, I mean, I'm like you, Tony. I wish The Rock would come back and face Roman. Just with the actor strike ending, I, I, I don't see it happening I know. I'm anymore. I'm just saying, though. Yeah. And how awesome has it been for WWE, right? Like, uh, they, they need Brock. To, Undertaker leaves and Brock steps in and is their guy when they need a big guy. And then Brock has takes some time off and Cena comes in. And Cena's there and The Rock goes, well, it would be really cool for everybody to see us on television. And I'm going to be in Colorado, so I'll see you there. And then the actor strike ends and Cena has to go back. And what happens? CM fucking Punk is back in the WWE. I mean, WWE, they are fucking, they're not unaware of the fact that they still need part-time big superstars to make their brand what it is. There was, I was going to point this out to you guys. There seemed to be something weird going on all last night on AEW and WWE. Like Malachi Black comes out and name drops CM Punk. It's the first time they've said Punk's name on AEW programming and since he got fired, since Tony Khan made that ridiculous announcement. Then Michael Cole mentions Chris Jericho by name. And then, then, and then he talks, he's talking about Cody, Cody. And I don't know if people, I don't know if they caught this. I caught it. Cody had a big event right here in Chicago. So he's talking about all in then punk shows up. So I feel like there was more going on behind the scenes of this whole situation than any of us have any of us know about edge for punk. The trade happened. <laughs> And, and then, like, did you see um that guy RJ, one of the guys for AEW? Oh, he was interviewing Edge. Yeah, RJ City. Can you tell? Yeah, RJ City said, "Tell me something bad about the other place." And Edge just starts busting up laughing. Says, "I can't." I can't. And they start talking about catering, and Edge is like, "No, catering was actually pretty good." And he says, "Maybe too good." And and he says, "Well, I still got my six pack." So it feel and everybody wants to make this tribalism and this big thing between the fans, but I think between the two companies. That's kind of kind of a work going on as well. Well, I that's, mean, look, that's what you, I feel. I mean, you, you have marriages across the two companies. I mean, you know, I mean, so exactly. like, little, you have right. little people, little, you know, um, 
So the wrestlers don't hate each other, other than no. Punk and other other than Punk and the EVPs. Right? I, I think WWE is very well aware of the fact that AEW's existence is healthy for the business. And I think they're very aware of that. It does not behoove anyone in the business at all for AEW to close its doors. Um, but I think this is partially why Impact has survived. You know, people keep asking the question, how does Impact manage to see, keep surviving 25 years later? I think WWE is keenly aware of the fact that them being there is healthy for the business. Great conversation. Well, yeah, Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, finish that thought. Oh, for, uh, because, I mean, it's good to have them there. Look, because for one, look, you're not always going to find the next young person. You're, no matter, look, I don't care all this NIL stuff and all this scouting they do and all that. You're still not going to find everybody yourself, okay? Um, you, you're still going to have to look upon somebody who came up with some other company first, right? So if for no, for no other reason than that, yes, it is good to have other wrestling companies out there um, because you're not going to get everybody. You're not going to find everybody. Uh, and, you know, I mean, that's just period. No, great point. I mean, last thing I want to say, if AEW yeah. doesn't exist, you don't get a monumental moment like last night. None of that. I mean, it, Punk returning, yeah, that would have been monumental, but not, not the, way the it magnitude. That, no. Not the way it happened, not so, to that magnitude. Okay, I want to ask two questions before we take a last commercial break. Come back and talk a little Randy Orton, um, because that deserves to be talked about as well briefly here. Um, one, is that one of the top five pops you've ever heard? And two, does CM Punk win a world championship, singles world, one of the two world championships in his in his run here in WWE? Rob, yes, no, yes, no. Uh, okay, all right. So, top five pop. See, I had I had a volume turned down, so I because you know I was yeah I so I I got to watch it again to you know but um so I can't answer that one. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but, but um. You get a big um, buzzer for that. What the fuck you watching with the volume <laughs> down, you dumbass? Smack you. Okay. Does he win a world title? Yes or no? Yes. All right. Look, look, man. Okay. I had my look. I had my my glass of iced tea with a little. No, extra no, in it no, no. No one cares. No one cares. Okay. Turn the volume okay. on, asshole. Turn the volume on. Okay. What are you, the deaf bear? I thought you were the shoot bear, DJ. What are you? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I love you. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> DJ, yes or no? Yes or no? Easily top five. Uh, that is, that building exploded last night. Like you said, like a bomb went off. There's no other way to describe it. It was absolutely incredible. Even if you hate CM Punk, that moment gave you goosebumps just to listen to that crowd. And for them singing along with the uh, It's Clobbering Time, Yeah, that whole good. arena yeah. got into it. Yeah. So, yeah, top five. And is he winning something big? Yes. Dave? Top five loudest pops of all. I don't know, man. That's tough. I remember being in, in Texas when Austin came out. That pop was like Gator and I thought we were going to have a heart attack. It was so loud. So I don't know, man. Probably. I, I, I actually watched the AEW when he came back to AEW, and that pop was damn loud, too. But certainly not like same arena and certainly not like like last night. And you didn't get the whole it's clobbering time in unison with 18,000 people. Man, I don't know. I would probably say no because you're talking about 60 years of pops and stuff like that. And and I think it's, you know, I mean, there's bigger stadiums and stuff like that. But to answer your second question, yeah, I think he I think he wins the world championship from Seth at WrestleMania. Okay. All right. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be back before you know it. <laughs> 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. It's as simple as this. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the culture. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Go ahead, are you, Dave. Are you retired? Are you? Can you officially retire that now, Tony? That you've never, got your wish. No, I should play the flair. I will never retire clip for you right now. No, I'm not retiring that. I'm not retiring the meme. And if that fucker doesn't show up until Friday on SmackDown, I'm going to be so damn pissed because he needs to return to Raw because that's what that graphic that I've been playing with for the last nine years uh, says. Photoshop, buddy. Photoshop, yeah. buddy. <laughs> No, no way he doesn't come out on Monday night. He's got to. Yeah, do, the number they're going to get is going to be gigantic. It's going to be back. Yeah, you don't leave be, uh, Saturday night on a cliffhanger and uh, not carry that over into Monday where night. Is where, Raw this, where is Raw this week? I don't know. It's not in Chicago, is it? Um, Let me – hold up. Let me, where, it's, it's somewhere – What kind of reaction do we think he's going to get in a non-Chicago arena? That's oh, going to be – huge. Nashville. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. going to be Nashville. huge, mainly, and, and a lot of people are in their feelings with him going back to WWE. A lot of people were excited to see him go to AEW. The story was never, is CM Punk going to return to pro wrestling? That was never in question. The story is CM Punk returning to WWE, because that's where all the stuff went down. That's where the biggest controversy with him happened. And as big of a moment as it was for him to show up in AEW and return to pro wrestling, it's a bigger moment and a bigger story with him showing up on WWE programming. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they're in Nashville this week. Yep, Nashville. They'll kill if you have the same reaction. People will go crazy. They're happy he's back. Yeah. Seriously. You don't go to pay. People don't. People that pay to go watch a television show being taped are going to cheer. And also, I mean... But they should Again, play the remember, character thing where he hates everybody except for Chicago. Greg kind of threw that out there. I'm still old. I'm tired. You're Nashville. This is in Chicago. I don't like you people. I didn't come back for you. That'd be interesting. I don't think that that happens. He's he's a babyface. They need babyface like him. Go ahead, Rob. And also, look, I mean, like the peop- for the people who just watch the show, like as we, as we tell you to do every week on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, Punk, this is a guy that they haven't seen for however many years, right? They, you know, the people who don't, the people who they don't read the sheets, they may not have even watched any of AEW stuff. Um, for them, this is the guy. This is you know the guy coming home, the guy who who disappeared ten years ago, and never heard anything from him, and here he is. Um, so yeah, they're yes, they're going to cheer real loud for that. I mean, now of course, I mean they'll have gotten wind of it by then that he is back but still i mean yeah they're yeah, gonna that, cheer. That gonna, they're gonna cheer they're oh, gonna be yeah. loud yeah for sure let's go let's change topics because we got about five or six minutes left here on the show 
uh, pull back the curtain. It is also recording day for another show, and we decided to just drop this in here, put some more content. Did out you for watch Doom else. Patrol at least, honey? That's I did I watch Doom Patrol. Okay. It's fucking all right. Barely watchable. Um, I, <laughs> it, 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 I just downhill after that break. Uh, Randy Orton deserves to be talked about here. And Rob, I'll start with you, and we'll just whip it around the horn here. Give me your your ninety second take on what needs to happen with Randy Orton. He looks great. I'm so glad he's back. The RKO on JD McDonough. Kudos to him for laying the fuck out for that. Um, and uh, go ahead, Rob. Randy Orton. What what do you see happening for him here, real quick? Um, in short, honestly, uh, no idea going with the Mania. I think sometime post Mania, we will get him and Cody. Yeah. That's a good call. Um, do you think he stays face all the way through? I mean, doesn't turn on anybody till Mania? Um, yeah, he'll stay face until it's time to do the Cody thing, and, he, and then he will turn on Cody. Okay. All right. DJ, would you agree with your, your brethren of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast there? Uh, to a degree. I think it, as much as I love babyface Randy Orton, heel Randy Orton has always been more effective for me. Um, that being said, if they don't do Punk and Roman at 40, I wouldn't mind seeing uh randy and roman the punk thing punk and orton coming back give us that well rock's gone but now there's more players to think about right go ahead dave um gee i mean while i do think that there's going to be an eventual betrayal by randy orton uh, of cody rhodes i want to see i think what i'd really like is randy orton versus gunther i think that that would be jay Uso also challenged gunther I think that I mean I mean I know everybody wants Brock versus Gunther at WrestleMania and you may be that may be where we're going but to get there in the meantime I think uh, Orton versus Gunther I mean you want you want to solidify Gunther as even more of a credible threat to beat Brock Lesnar have him take down Randy Orton What about um, What about Punk and Brock for number 1 contendership for Roman Holy shit Punk F- is not taking no F5 brother yeah, I, I don't, I don't know about that, but punk, punk, no, punk is not going in there taking no F five in his in his condition. Hell no. <laughs> oh, Rob, suspend some disbelief, you son of a biscuit. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, 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 sorry. no, no. Hey guys, uh, we got a couple of minutes left, and I just want to go around the horn and let everybody get. Uh, tell everybody where they can listen to us. I always love when we get together, whether it's on the mindless wrestling podcast here on DWI attitude of aggression and the bid Four project going on right now. We've been knocking it out of the park there. So, and of course, don't forget to listen to bandwagon nerds every Monday morning, chair shot uh, NFL on Thursday morning. So that's pretty much the gist of uh, a lot of our radio network. Rob, let everybody know what's going on with you. I know you have outside projects outside of chair shot radio as well. Uh, yeah, so uh, you know, every week we, you know, we do the well the chair shot thing we do is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. I have my own podcast that comes up about every two weeks, the Rob the Genius Podcast. I talk about all types of different things. Um, I occasionally write stuff, and I'm in the process of writing something about Survivor Series. Uh, it'll be up like in the next day or two. And you can find me on uh, Twitter at rbone one You can also find me, I'm Twitch streaming again, doing like WWE 2K mostly. Um, and that is also rbo R-B-O-N-N-E-1. So um, I think that's everything for right now. DJ. I hear 2K, I hear 2K had a big discount this week, Rob. Is that true? Oh, well, look, I bought mine months ago, so it doesn't affect right. me. So. <laughs> look, 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 look no I'm one help. of those. You're no help, look, Rob. Well, look, 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 I'm, look I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I am the, I'm, with about everything I have, I'm one of those existing customers who they don't, they don't have any specials for us at all. We're fucked, okay? Because we already gave them, we already signed up. So, you know. Yeah, I hear you. 
I hear you. <laughs> That's the, the worst thing to be is an existing customer. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go, DJ. <laughs> uh, with Rob and Jason, you can find me on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast again, part of the Chairshot Radio Network. We are usually on on Saturdays where we have a new episode. Unless I screw something up and I've got a little story and a little call myself out about that on this week's <laughs> podcast episode. If you want to hear that, that will be up next Saturday. You can find me on Twitter at the Mindless Pod, uh, where I post horrible takes when I do post. Mr. Lawyer, Mr. Best Friend of the Show, go ahead, Dave. Oh, well, you can find me on uh, the platform formerly known as Twitter, now known as X, at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G. Facebook.com forward slash Attitude of Aggression. And, uh, yeah, Instagram and threads at Attitude of Aggression, all one word. All right, thanks, everybody, for tuning in on this special Sunday afternoon edition of DWI Podcast. Thanks to Rob, Dave, and DJ. You can follow the show at Podcast DWI. You can follow me at PC Tiny. Don't forget, Chairshot Radio Network, all of your favorite streaming platforms. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.